0: Come
1: on.
0: Welcome to Money Savage, Savage Approach to Personal Finance. This is George Grumbacher and the time is right. Welcome to today's guest, the strong and powerful Alexandra Cole. Alexandra, are you ready to do this?
1: Yes, I am.
0: Excellent. Let's do this. Alex is the co-founder of Purpose Generation, a millennial strategy and insights firm that helps iconic brands better connect with the next generation of consumers and talent. Very excited to have you on. Alex, tell us a little bit about your personal life, some more about your work, and why you do what you do.
1: Awesome. Well, thank you so much for having me, George. It's great to be here with the savage nation. Um, <laughs> so my personal story briefly, I was actually born in London and grew up in Amsterdam, the Netherlands. Um, came to the US just for college. Um, but it was a great decision because that's where I met my current co-founder, Nellie. We spent a few years just, you know, doing our own thing in the professional world post-college. I went into management consulting and then we came together to start. Our company Purpose Generation, which, like you said, is a millennial insights and strategy firm where we almost act as we call ourselves a millennial SWAT team. We really act as a translator to help large, iconic, often old school companies better navigate kind of this new ecosystem of trends, environments, channels and so on to remain relevant, really. We saw this huge opportunity since these large companies have so many resources, but they weren't really using them in the right way, or they were struggling to communicate with us in a way that resonated. So that's our company purpose generation. And then last year, we actually developed a spin-off called Purpose Playbook, which was really targeted towards our peers. And in a lot of our conversations um, with millennials, we realized how many of them We're searching for this greater sense of meaning or purpose, but didn't really know where to start. And so we decided to take some of the design thinking principles that we use so often in business to help companies find their purpose and apply that to people instead. Um, So it's a little bit of a step-by-step roadmap to helping individuals identify what really lights them up and then build a life around that. So that's me in a nutshell. And I currently live in Santa Barbara, but I'm frequently on the road as our office is in San Francisco and our clients are all over.
0: Awesome. Well, I think it's uh, that is important and exciting work that you're doing. Um, there's a, a couple of things that I wanted to, to sort of touch on before we jump into the actual work itself. Um, what is it about the millennial generation that is so much different? Um, and do you know... I? I think that it's something like only 15% of American workers are really engaged in their work. And I, I, I'd be curious to know if you were aware as to whether or not that was true of the millennial generation as well.
1: Both great questions. So the first one, what's so different about our generation? And this is a question we get a lot. And I think the bottom line is we're all human, So, in many ways, the desires that we have as a generation aren't that different from the desires of prior generations. That being said, I think what makes us different is that we've grown up in a time of so much exponential change, specifically driven by kind of the digital revolution and technology. And as a result, we just have a whole different set of tools that we're using to kind of go after what we want in life. And that's allowing us to accelerate that. So, for example, the smartphone obviously has changed so much in the way that we work. And I think that it has created an environment in which it's really hard to turn off. So while prior generations were able to kind of have more separation between life and work, um, life being kind of your home life, it's really difficult for millennials to have the same thing because we're constantly accessible. Um, and now other generations are too, but imagine coming to terms with that during kind of your most formative years. So I'd say that is one huge difference and it's kind of pushing millennials to want to live a more integrated life. So instead of having that kind of professional persona and the, you know, who you are at home, those two are becoming much more, um, integrated so to speak. So that is, I think, a big difference that's driving a lot of this. Similarly, you know, while prior generations also had, you know, the desire to change the world and make a difference, millennials now have social media as a tool to actually hold companies accountable to some of the things that they want them to do, which is a huge difference. And that is empowering us to maybe, um, you know, make a bigger impact in that way, because we're also able to do so collectively as a whole, because we can um, kind of generate a grassroots movement overnight, which is something that also wasn't always possible in prior generations or years. So I think those are some big differences. And then the second question you had, remind me of that one again.
0: Just the, the, uh, the idea that only 15% of American workers are engaged in uh, work.
1: Yeah. So that is kind of a jarring statistic. for sure. Um, and it is tough with millennials. I definitely think that that statistic might hold, especially if you look at the amount that we're job hopping, um, which essentially, I think it's that a millennial stays in a job on average 2.4 years, um, which is not a lot. And again, that's a huge shift from, you know, the baby boomers who had, you know, 20, 30 plus year careers at the same company. And so I think we live in an environment where the grass is always greener. So our generation is often, you know, looking around them and saying, oh, I'm, you know, not willing to wait this out and see and when I, you know, finally feel like I'm fully engaged or reach my potential at this company, I'm just gonna jump over to that company and see if that process can be accelerated, which is dangerous. And I, I do think that we need to learn the value of patience sometimes and learn the value of working our way up. That being said, um, I also think that we don't believe in this idea of kind of FaceTime and and having to, you know, work somewhere for a certain amount of years before you're even eligible to take on greater responsibility or get a promotion. It really should all be based on results and output. Um, and we're a generation that's become very used to instant gratification. So when we feel like we deserve something, we want it now. <laughs> right. So I think that that has has caused a little bit of, of, discontent, um, like that statistic shows. But on the other hand, a lot of us are doing something about it. A lot of us are, instead of waiting and, you know, working really hard heads down until you're 50 or 60, and then, you know, bringing thinking about what do I want to do? What do I want my legacy to be? How do I want to give back? we're asking ourselves those questions at a much earlier age because of this whole integrated life idea. And I think that that's a really good and healthy thing. Um, So while that discontent may be high and only 15% feel like they're engaged, I do think that our generation is changing the game in terms of actually doing something about that and creating their own kind of job titles and what they want to do. There's a lot more freelancing going along on. There's a lot more side hustles that are being created. So, um, I think that statistic, or I'm hopeful that that statistic will change in the next decade or two.
0: Yeah, I I certainly am as well. And, what we'll get into here in a second, your purpose playbook is, is designed to do exactly that. Um, you know, it, It's fascinating to me. I I think I went on social media for the first time when I was 30 years old. So I am certainly not or was not used to, to sharing everything about myself, was not comfortable necessarily doing that just primarily because you didn't have an outlet to do it. So it's interesting that you have an entire generation of people that's very comfortable um doing exactly that. And I think that's probably very valuable. Um, because oftentimes we get in the most trouble when we don't talk about our problems and we don't talk about things that we're struggling with. So,
1: yeah. And I will add to that. I think in the beginning of social media, it caused this pressure to be perfect because obviously you had (laughs) Instagram where every picture was, you know, as filtered as humanly possible. And so all you were seeing of other people's lives with this very perfect picture. I actually think that, you know, more recently with Instagram stories and even Snapchat, that has enabled people to show a much more realistic snapshot of what's going on in that person's life. It's enabled a lot of these influencers who are out there kind of Uh, paving the way to be a lot more vulnerable about the challenges that they're facing. So instead of, you know, showing just that beautiful post on your feed, you're actually letting people see the kind of a little bit of behind the scenes or behind the curtain um, of what goes on in your life. And that isn't always perfect or pretty. And so I, again, see that shifting slowly um, to having social actually be able to be a lot more real, which I think is very healthy.
0: Yeah, I totally agree. Totally agree. So the Purpose Playbook, um, what what kind of motivated it? And I'd love to, to to get into the actual practical, how how it works and how people can benefit from it.
1: Absolutely. So the Purpose Playbook is actually something that has been on our mind for a while as part of Purpose Generation our work involves a lot of consumer interviews because really what we're trying to do is understand those needs, preferences, behaviors of the millennial generation and translate those for companies. And in a lot of the conversations that we were having, we kept coming back to this idea of purpose and people talking about just what you said regarding you know not feeling completely fulfilled about their job or their relationships. But the problem was that no one really knew what to do about it. And again, social media was showing them all of these images of people who had, you know, quit their job to travel the world, selling all their belongings, starting, you know, a company that turns out to be wildly successful. But that simply is not the reality or even possible for most people. I mean, it requires a lot of resources. It requires time. Um, You know, you're assuming that that person doesn't have a family or dependents that are relying on them. And so... We started brainstorming about, you know, the possibility of of creating more of a framework or a process around that. Obviously, we're consultants, so we love that type of thing. (laughs) So we applied some of the principles that we use with our clients from design thinking. And design thinking, for anyone who isn't familiar with that, is it's a process of problem solving where you start with just generating as many ideas as possible. Just getting as much. It's definitely quantity over quality at that point. Point. So you generate all these ideas. Imagine a wall full of stickies. And then you start going back and you start refining those. You start organizing them into categories and groups. Um, you s- create a filter to run them by. So you end up with a few of the really great ideas. And those are the ones you end up developing. And it is just a much better way to get um, creative around problem solving, but then also whittle it down to what is the most important thing to be focused on. So we applied that same process to people and helping people find their purpose. So it essentially starts with a lot of really deep kind of questions about life that you respond to. Um, and we call this the discovery missions. So we provide those questions. And as I'll take a step back here. This is all part of a course that we developed called Find Your Purpose. So Purpose Playbook is essentially a platform of resources, tools, content, um, a great blog where we talk about everything related to living a more purposeful life and up-leveling your career, your relationships, um, you name it. And as part of that purpose playbook, we have a flagship course, which is called Find Your Purpose. And that's where we kind of have this kind of step by step roadmap to living more purposely. And so we start with a bunch of those questions. And then from there, and that's the idea where you're just writing down everything that comes to mind. Then from there, you start looking at your answers and identifying patterns or things that pop up again and again. Um, you know, for some people, it might be, being outdoors for other people it might be um, you know presenting in front of large groups you name it and you start finding these different patterns um, and you identify what we call your purpose triggers um, so triggers for you that make you feel like you are living your best life that really light you up that give you um, that you know drive that you feel when you're doing something that um, in our mind, is kind of at that sweet spot of it's a a passion of yours. It's something that you happen to be really good at and it's a way for you to contribute to the world around you. So you identify those purpose triggers and then we have a whole process on how to start building your life to make sure that you're building those into your day-to-day actions and activities in a more um, structured way. So you can be essentially lit up more often than not.
0: I love it. I think that that is fantastic. And it really is a matter of taking the time. And I I read on on your website how you just read so many books and took so many courses and tried to to figure out what would be the most effective um, and then distilled it down into this 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 process which i think um, what you've just described will be extremely helpful for anybody to go through and these could be things that 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 we have sort of passing ideas on but until we actually sit down and put pen to paper just like goal setting right then we're never really going to clarify it or more importantly crystallize it and, and put these things into action
1: exactly and again yes it sounds so simple right and individually these questions are questions that you may have asked yourself before that may have come up in conversation but the simple act of taking the time to block out the rest of the world pull out a journal or a piece of paper and actually write down your answers so often we hear when we you know facilitate this process or when people are doing the course at home you know, when they take the time to write their responses, they get so emotional and you'll suddenly start getting tears in your eyes about questions that you feel like you've answered a million times, but never in this way, in this capacity with the amount of intention that goes into it. Um, so it can be really powerful. And honestly, the goal of this is just to enable people to make more intentional decisions. So making sure that the way you're spending your time, energy, and money are on things that actually fill you up so that you can be that best version of yourself to show up for others as well.
0: I I, I can't stress how important I think that going through this process is. Um, so much has changed in our lives and the fact that we do take in so much information on a daily basis and so many people that... We were never aware of what their lives were like, and 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 oh my goodness, now now it's in front of us twenty four seven, and maybe these things are unrealistic, but maybe these things are, are things that don't even make me happy in the first place, and I know that for so many so many people, uh, so many Americans, it used to be that we would find meaning in our work, and so many of us do, and and hopefully more people do, but. I just think that there's this inextricable link between not liking your work and then being in a crappy financial situation and probably then being a stressed out person and probably having that stress bleed into every other aspect of your life, like your family and your community. So if you can help somebody to really clarify their purpose, um, what a great thing you've done for them.
1: And one thing that, so something that we see so often is that people, like you said, They're not happy and they start making decisions without first doing this process of really getting to know themselves and what they want. And when they start making those decisions, it turns out that oftentimes they're making decisions on what they think they should be doing based on other people's opinions and or the norms that society has laid out. And so I think it's really important that you're having this discussion on the podcast too, because before you do anything, take the time to get crystal clear on kind of what makes you kind of come alive, so to speak. Um, and I think, again, um, it's that idea of that sweet spot of where your passions, your strengths, and then your potential to contribute intersect. And what we've developed as part of this process is you write a purpose statement, and it's kind of a one-sentence you know description of your sweet spot and that can be so incredibly helpful for people as they're making decisions that pertain to not just their career but also their finances so whenever you're about to make a big investment you know ask yourself does this align with my purpose statement is this going to help me live or show up as that best version of myself and having that as a statement that you can you know put on your fridge or on your desk or even just you know keep on your phone as a backdrop um, that we've seen be incredibly powerful and helpful in enabling people to make just better decisions on a day-to-day basis
0: Oh, i love that that's 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 a great piece of advice right there well alex savage nation is ready for your difference making tip even though i feel like you've given us a lot already what do you have for them
1: Yeah, it's actually very much aligned with what we've been discussing. So one of my personal favorite quotes is do not ask what the world needs. Ask yourself what makes you come alive, because what the world needs is people who have come alive. And so my difference making tip is just to find a quiet place at some point in the next week or so. Grab a pen and paper and ask yourself that question. What makes you come alive? When do you feel at your best? When do you feel like you're operating in that sweet spot and just write down whatever comes to mind. Um, and I think that will really help you, um, get a little clearer and enable you to use that as a filter whenever you are making decisions. Will this get you closer to feeling alive, um, with whatever you put on paper? So I will give you that. We've also actually for the course, Um, We are in early bird pricing right now for the next closing, and I created a um, discount code for everyone in Savage Nation for 25% off. So if they go to the website, findyourpurposecourse.com or purposeplaybook.com, you can put in the code SAVAGE to get that 25% off.
0: Awesome. That is fantastic. That is great stuff. That definitely gets a Come on. Come on. (laughs) So... Alex, thank you so much for coming on. Where can Savage Nation learn some more about you?
1: So like I just said, best place to go is PurposePlaybook.com. Um, if you are someone who is looking for some more purpose in your life, um, and then our company website is just PurposeGeneration.com, and we're on social media at Purpose Playbook or Purpose Generation.
0: Perfect. Well, Savage Nation, if you enjoyed this as much as I did, show Alex your appreciation and share today's show with a friend who also appreciates good ideas, go to PurposePlaybook.com. Take advantage of the promotional code SAVAGE, which I will put in the notes of the show along with everywhere else that Alex just mentioned. So thank you again, Alex.
1: Awesome. Thanks for having me, George.
0: And until next time, keep fighting the good fight because we are all in this together.